All right, folks, what is going on? This is episode 624 of the First and Frame Rate Show. I am Via Volo. Over here, we talk about Georgia Southern and Atlanta Falcons football. We're going to be talking about some Falcons talk today. We're going to talk about Kyle Pitts as he is. He will not be on the pup list. If you don't know what that is, that is the physically unable to perform list. So we're going to talk about Kyle Pitts' return because he's like he's going to be 100%. We're also going to talk about what does that mean for the team in general and also, what does it mean for Desmond Ritter? Uh, this is going to be a really big deal, in my opinion. If this is your first time here, welcome. I can be found on YouTube and Rumble. I'm also on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple, and Google Podcasts. Stitcher is going to be going down at the end of, or in the middle of August. So if you are on Stitcher, check out the places to go to watch or listen to the show. I highly recommend you know any of those avenues more leaning towards the podcast side because the podcast side is a little bit more reliable than YouTube and Rumble. I'm also on Twitter at ViaBaller. If you want to find me over there, I talk about things that don't necessarily make it to the show. And I do a little outside stuff that's outside of the outside of the show I talk about over there as well. And the website is firstandframerace.com. Let's go ahead and get right into this. Kyle Pitts, um, tore his MCL, I think an MCL tear uh, in the middle of the season last season, was down for the year, and Marcus Mariota was down uh, uh, a target. Um, not that it mean much anyway when it comes to Mariota, but that's a different story for another day. Uh, but with that being said, Desmond Ritter himself was not able to um, utilize this talent. Uh, and he ended up building a really good rapport with Drake London now he has another weapon to uh, be relying on. And I think this is a really big deal because Kyle Pitts showed that he was he could be a dominant tight end in this game. You're talking about a kid that I think he had, what, over 1,000 yards his rookie season or something like that. Quote me on that because I don't have the stats up, uh, up here uh, if I'm wrong. But I think he had 1,000 yards his first season. Ended up doing uh, numbers under Matt Ryan. And um, it was on his way to do some things as well his second year, even though they didn't throw the ball as much with Marcus Mariota. Um, he was actually, you know, pretty effective. And uh, with the new uh, quarterback in place with Desmond Ritter, uh, I think this is one of the reasons why I feel like Desmond Ritter is going to be okay. You're going to have a target like Kyle Pitts. You already have rapport with Drake London. You got leadership in Mac Hollins and a guy like Scotty Miller that's going to be able to um, cause uh, havoc in the slot. Also, you got John o. Smith. B. John Robinson is another guy that can catch out the backfield. So when you have all these guys collectively compared to last year where he really pretty much had like uh, – I can't remember the other tight end name that actually played pretty well. Um, you had him, and then you turn around, you have, uh, you know, Drake London. You, you're adding more weapons to for uh, Desmond Ritter to actually utilize. So with Kyle Pitts coming in and he's not on the pup list, this is a really big deal. He's going to be going out there. I think training camp starts within the next week or so, and you're going to see these guys go at it be at um their at the highest level of performing, getting their practices in, getting ready for the preseason and going into the po uh the regular season at a high level. So this is a really, really, really big deal. Not only just for Kyle Pitts, but for Desmond Ritter. What does this mean for him? He's going to be able to build rapport with another prominent pass catcher. 
And for a young quarterback like him going into his second year, only played four games and done fairly well. He did okay. I think he's done enough for him to get a look at, um, you know, QB1, which he is that he is. So he has the opportunity. He will be able to um, use, utilize, throw the ball to a guy like Kyle Pitts, then you have Drake London, Matt Collins, and the other ones that I talked about. I think this is going to be a really big, really big problem for a lot of defenses. You talking about all the guys I just mentioned, then you already talking about a running back like Tyler Algier that can slow things down when need be. Coach Arthur Smith has put together a really nice roster of, 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 of players that could be moving in the same direction for the next three to six years. That is a pretty good window because especially like around about year three, year four, these guys could be uh, developed to the point where they could be shooting for a Super Bowl. And I'm not joking when I say that. When you look at a Patrick Mahomes, you look at a Joe Burrow, you look at some of these other guys who have collectively have the same group of guys with them pretty much for three, four, five years, you see where the progression happens and the camaraderie and the familiarity happens to these guys are on the same page and they're very hard to, to beat, especially in the playoffs. The Philadelphia Eagles is putting that together right now. The Falcons are putting that together right now. The Miami Dolphins are trying that. You see, like, there's like six or seven teams are trying to model behind what KC and what the Bengals and, and what the Bills are trying to do. You see the Chargers are trying to do it as well. You see uh, the 49ers, they've been trying to do it for a few years now. It, it, it is just like a formula where it actually works. Because, you know, one thing is that the people say this is a copycat league. And you see one team do uh, something that garners success, the other team's falling suit. But the thing about this is what Kansas City has done, what uh, uh, Buffalo and Cincinnati have done, they've made uh, – they made uh, putting together a team. They 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 taking it to the next level. You've seen teams like the Cowboys and the Steelers, and even in the, with the Packers every now and then, or I can say that backwards. But nevertheless, they have kept the nucleus together that to always be in the playoff hunt. Now Dallas is a little different, but you know what I mean. They always keep them in the playoff hunt or being close to being there. So now you're starting to see teams like Atlanta. You're starting to see teams like Philadelphia branch out, get their players together that can be there around for the next three, six years. And with you, when you have a guy like Kyle Pitts, that's going to be a pass catcher for Desmond Ritter, mix things up with B. John Robinson or pass the ball to Drake London. This is a really big deal that Kyle Pitts is back outside of the pup list. He's not going to be on it. And you're going to see, how things can happen if everyone stays healthy, how beautiful this offense can be. Because don't get it twisted. One thing about Arthur Smith, he plays to the strength of his uh, of his uh, team. They knew with Ryan Tannehill, they wasn't going to be able to throw the ball as much or as efficient, so they ran the ball with Derrick Henry. He comes down here, he knew Matt Ryan could throw the ball, so what they did was they played to the strengths of the offense. Matt Ryan threw the ball more, then they ran. Then when Marcus Mariota came, well, we see Marcus Mariota's not able to do what we want to do behind the center, throwing the ball. So what we're going to do is run the ball more. Now with Desmond Ritter, you don't get all these receivers that are coming in. You know, they tried it with Brian Edwards, but it didn't work. 
you don't get all these receivers that are coming in from the, you know, the Scotty Millers to the Penny Hearts and Justin Marshalls, all these guys that are coming in competing, Mac Hollins, like I said, you, you, you don't bring all these guys in to continue to run the ball. It's going to be more of a balanced attack. It's going to be more exotic plays. Coach Arthur Smith is actually have most of the personnel that he wants. So what that's going to do, that's basically going to open up his uh, playbook and expand plays for other guys who are just as talented as, or if not close to being talented to a Kyle Pitts. This kid is a unicorn. Dude is 6'6", 240, runs like a 4'3", 4'4". This kid should be getting the ball a lot. And I, I expect it to happen. You know, the all the stuff we've seen with Ritter for the past, you know, for the last four games that he played, it was without this guy. So it, it you we're really about to see something special in Atlanta. I believe it. We're really going to see something special. Does that mean that they're going to be uh, going deep in the playoffs? No, but I think the whole narrative is going to change of what the Falcons used to be, where we used to lose close games or we weren't in it as dominant. We played a lot of finesse. I think all that's going to change with this team. I cannot wait to see how this plays out. I'm really ecstatic. I'm glad that Kyle Pitts has gotten better as far as his torn uh, MCL. Hopefully, it doesn't give him any problems throughout the rest of his career. He goes out there and ball out, and we'll see if we can go far in the playoffs. Maybe one day we'll be talking about attending another Super Bowl, but hopefully with a different outcome. If you like this commentary, the like button, share this podcast, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Let me know what you guys think. What do you think about Kyle Pitts? Not on the physically unable to perform list. He's ready to go. What do you think about that? How do you, how does that make you feel? How does that make you feel about Desmond Ritter? But what about the offense in general? Because let alone Kyle Pitts and B. John Robinson together, you know, or or you got Cordell Patterson, and B, but you got a collective of players, about probably about four or five guys who can do something when they touch the ball. And that is scary for any defense. I don't see a secondary in the NFC South. Maybe the Saints. But I don't see a, a team in the NFC South that can handle this passing game. But the only thing about it is, like I told Desmond Ritter, or what I said about him, the only thing he has to do is not make mistakes. That's all he has to do. Just be mistake-free. I can be found on YouTube and Rumble. I'm also on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple, Google Podcasts. I want to thank you guys if you made it this far. You guys are awesome. I really appreciate it. Thank you guys for all the people who currently subscribed. I cannot thank you guys enough. I'm going to get up out of here, and I will see you guys on the next one. Guys, take it easy, and you guys be blessed. Peace.